0: Hey there, I'm your host, Dylan.
1: And I'm his wife, Justine.
0: And together, let's make a baby. Let's do it. Okay. To the episode six of Let's Make a Baby.
1: Wow, I can't believe it's already episode six.
0: I know it's crazy, right? It
1: is really actually kind of wild.
0: It's almost like we've recorded nonstop for the last like three weeks to make six episodes and catch up.
1: Yeah, because it's important. I, I feel like we sort of had this idea a little late in the game, or actually started executing it. Yeah, we a were, little late. we were in the well
0: game. along the way, weren't we?
1: Yeah, so well was...
0: along the way.
1: Well, on our way.
0: Well, on our way through this journey. English is hard. We had a little catch up, but I'm really glad we're doing this podcast.
1: Me too. It's been really fun. And I think it's been really good for us just to sit and talk, you know?
0: Yeah, talk things through. And, uh, man, it's been quite the journey, I'd say.
1: Never, ever would have expected it.
0: Never, ever ending, it seems like.
1: That is true as well.
0: But that's not true.
1: There's always something going on. You know why? Why?
0: Because we... Are in the final stretch of IVF.
1: We are. We are literally if this was a marathon, we're in the final mile. Okay. Yes. We are barely making it. We got leg cramps. You yep. know how runner's <laughs> diarrhea is a real thing. It's shooting out. Okay. Well T M I, but things are happening. It is. And my body is all jacked up on hormones. I could probably throw a football over them, they're mountains. Yeah. I did actually. Remember, I threw the football right over the, into the neighbor's yard. That's right. We just still need to see it. if we got that back. Yeah, he'll probably give it to us. Yeah. Anyway.
0: So, last episode, we were having a huge discussion. I had an emotional, mental breakdown.
1: It was really sweet. Yeah,
0: you know, for about 10 minutes there. Uh, as we tried to figure out what we were going to do. So, just a quick recap we were called on
1: Monday. Monday. Today is Thursday. Today's Thursday. No, today's Friday. Friday.
0: And see. basically, the doc, you know, <laughs> was going over instructions with Justine for the implant and, and kinda how that was gonna go. But she also discussed some slight concerns she had when dealing with risks associated with implanting two embryos. Because that was again the the plan all along.
1: Our it's, plan. Not necessarily her plan. Yes.
0: And uh so that kind of threw a wrench in the gears a little bit on and it came up with a big question of like, okay, well with that being said, do we do one embryo or do we do two embryos because in previous episodes we discussed the genetic testing and we ended up with seven healthy embryos that were chromosomally normal. And so it was a big question, so all of a sudden our plans got kind of shaken up a little bit. And uh so we had to decide and that last episode it was it was a kind of a crucial episode.
1: And that was a really live and candid episode. It was a very um especially for Dylan, that's a pretty vulnerable episode. Um you know for you to share that with the world to share that emotion there's been a lot of emotion like that that obviously is not recorded and it's just been within the privacy of our own home but that just shows the emotional toll that this process can take um you know and i think it's brought us closer together uh, which is really cool because it's a it's a shared stress and a shared anxiety and and it just shows that like we take this so seriously Yeah. um
0: well and i the reason i i I mean obviously i could have edited that out and i'm i mean I cry during war movies. I cry when I watch YouTube videos of he
1: cries more than me.
0: Animals being reunited with their owners, sometimes.
1: Yeah, military. Reunions. But I
0: think it's important that uh, you know any emotions that you feel, and everyone has their own journey going through IVF. But any emotions that you feel, they're one hundred percent valid. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And uh, it's going to be a stressful thing. And at some point, you're probably going to be brought to your your breaking point. And that's okay.
1: And I think it's healthy to let those emotions out and yeah. to feel them because Invent. if we bottle them up, which a lot of us tend to do, I know I do. Um, it eventually comes to a head and it doesn't necessarily maybe need to be that big of a breakdown if we, yeah. so I don't know. That was a, a cool day, a cool episode, but going back to the call with Dr. Conway, I think what was tough for me about that personally was that we did have this plan the whole time. Our families knew about it. We had discussed it. Obviously, we have twins on both sides of our families. So we've felt prepared and ready to tackle that knowing like having twins is no joke. Um, but, you know, and she cautioned me a little bit in our initial consultation about the risks of putting into yada, yada, yada. And we knew them, but I didn't think we really internalized them. And it didn't become a super pertinent issue until Monday. Yeah. Because on Monday, she essentially wanted to know, okay, what embryo do you want me to thaw? What? How do you want this to go? X, Y, Z, here's your instructions. Here's the risks. Um, And so it kind of put a halt in our thinking and in our plan because she brought up these new, not new, but she reminded Reiterated. us. Reiterated. Yeah. Which is her job of the concerns and the risks and the numbers and the statistics. And so it made us really, really, really think. And, you know, for me, knowing that I'll be the one carrying them and going through it and then thinking about the risks that it could be to our sweet little babies that we've worked so hard to get to this point. It really did cause a lot of reflection and torment, internal torment, I think, because we really just want to make the right choice both by my body and my health but especially by our babies.
0: You know, something you said um, a couple days ago was, "This these aren't normally decisions that we have to make as, as humans. I yeah. mean, they started IVF in the late 70s, I think. And uh, normally, nature will just run its course. It's only in the last, you know, 50 years that they start, well, 40 years that they started doing IVF and kind of playing with genetics and, and implantation and yada yada. And uh, again, this is something that nature would normally do.
1: Right. And And that's what was hard is I almost didn't feel equipped to make that decision. It's beyond. It really did. It really did feel beyond what me as just a simple human being should have to decide. You know, I so that's what was hard, because I just first of all, we've had to make so many decisions through this whole process. I you had asked me, I think, the night before, like, so what have you changed your mind on the decision? Do you feel good about the decision? And I think I looked at you and I was like, I just don't want to make any more decisions. Yeah, I'm I was done like, making cool. decisions. I guess
0: I'll continue to make them. Oh, just stop it! No, um, but you're right. And and this is this is a this isn't this was a different kind of decision as well. This has more weight, uh, and maybe you'll disagree, but more weight than any other decision we've had to make.
1: Oh no, I totally. agree. Sometimes
0: you know, hey, it was a financial decision. Do we want to pay the a couple extra billion dollars to have genetic testing done? Um, you know, um, when do we start this, blah, blah, blah. But this is a huge decision because we now are, we're dealing with other lives. This is, this isn't just, this doesn't, this isn't just consequential for you and I. Mm-hmm. This is, we're dealing with literal lives.
1: And there are children. And there
0: are children. This isn't, yeah. So there, this is a very heavy thing and there, there's huge consequences. Again, with the risks, you know, that can lead to developmental delays and children, uh, so many different things, and so,
1: you know, you you talk about the risk of premature birth. NICU stays are incredibly expensive. Yeah, the health risks associated with that. Um, you know, having had a sister who had five babies who ended up in the NICU, I've seen how hard that is. Yeah, and while it's incredible, and there is amazing technology and medicine, and odds are they'll be okay. It's just, do you want to even flirt with that?
0: Yeah. More you know? so for me, it was just the health. You know, yeah. There, there, there's additional risk with twins if we were to put two embryos in, and uh, these again, this isn't our lives that we're dealing with. It is our lives in a big way, but it's also mm-hmm. other lives. They're going to be here after we're gone, you know. Right. But in short, we decided that we felt guided, and we we decided to put in two healthy embryos.
1: Yeah, we decided to stick to the original plan.
0: That's right, and I think that as we kind of tore ourselves apart deciding one or two, I think we were almost in a way we felt good about two, and we were fighting our initial, um, our initial thoughts.
1: And I think that's because we do trust and respect Dr. Conway. Oh, um, totally, totally. I, I, I do trust her. I yeah. do think she would want to lead us in the right direction, and she wants the best for us, for my body, for our babies. And she's gone through a lot to get us to this point, too. Mm-hmm. And she has all this knowledge and expertise. And so for me, I really listened to her. Yeah. And I said, okay, if if this woman who I trust and is a, a genius by all accounts. For sure. She knows what she's talking about. She works in this field every day. Maybe I really need to consider what she's telling me.
0: Well, especially where, where we don't know what's going to happen as far as your pregnancy or how that's going to work. Right.
1: We don't, And that's, I think, feel. the biggest point that she made that kind of shook me a little was... We have no baseline for me, no. right? I've never been pregnant, so we don't know if my pregnancies are going to be like my mom's or if they're going to be different. Or like or, my mom's. Right. So we just don't know how I will respond to pregnancy.
0: Yeah. But we decided to put two embryos in, and yesterday was the big day. It was—it uh, seemed like such a long, long wait, and all of a sudden, just like you know, Christmas or anything, it's over now. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, that's exactly right. Um, I went to work for a half day. Justine went to work for a half day. And our, we got some lunch before at 12 o'clock, mm-hmm. and then uh, our appointment was at 2, and we got there a little bit early. Um,
1: a lot of bit early. A lot of bit early. So and we we'll play up, some clips.
0: Yeah, so we drove to a park and talked for a little bit. But uh, it was it was a pretty cool experience to, once we got in there, and uh, you almost had an accident on yourself.
1: So, <laughs> okay, that sounds awful. Yeah. So, first of all, one thing to know about me, I've never had the strongest bladder in the world. Okay, sorry, mom. <laughs> I just, when I got to go, I got to go. Yeah. And I got to go right now. Okay. My body, it never just warns me. It is like zero to a hundred. Your bladder's full. We have a problem. Find the nearest maverick and go. Okay. Well, the part of my instruction yesterday was to come with a semi-full bladder. And so I was trying to drink enough and make sure I didn't do anything to mess this up. and. I was trying to drink, my sister brought me my favorite Starbucks refresher and I was trying to make sure and that makes me have to pee anyways. And so I was feeling fine. And then they called us back into the exam room finally. And it was like as soon as I got undressed and sat on the exam table, I was doing the wiggles. I was like getting red. I was like bopping my feet everywhere. But I thought, like, I gotta have a full bladder. So I'm suffering through this. We're waiting for Dr. Conway and Stephanie to come in. And Dylan's like, do you want me to go ask somebody if you can go? And I was like, no. No. And then they finally came in and Dr. Conway asked me how I was. And I told her I really got to go. And it was really funny. She said, okay, you can go. Count to six Mississippis and then use those Kegel muscles and stop. And I was like, oh, thank heavens. Because I guess they were going to be pushing on me pretty good and I was going to be pretty miserable. So I did get to go relieve myself just a little in the nick of time. Okay.
0: Yeah. But once they came in, uh, they kind of discussed what they were going to do. And uh, the next thing is they brought in the embryos and put them on, on a projector on the wall. On yeah. A screen. And, that was neat. Yeah. There's a moment I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like there they are.
1: And I wish on this podcast we could show the video. Maybe someday we'll have to share that on our Instagram.
0: Yeah. But basically, you know, we I hadn't seen him up to this point.
1: No, I had not seen pictures or anything of them.
0: Yeah. So they slap them, blah, blah, blah. and it's not just a picture of the embryos. They put up, like, it's like it was like a projector. It was, it was like
1: was... live video. So yeah. it was showing Emily, the lab specialist. She cleaned them one last time, mm-hmm. and she was showing them underneath whatever microscope she was using. So yeah. it was like a live view of what she was doing to them.
0: And sure enough, if those damn little embryos weren't, like, moving.
1: They were. They were alive.
0: Yeah, which really I mean, obviously, weird. but when you
1: finally see that, I mean, they're just a few cells; they're microscopic.
0: And I don't know what I thought I would see initially, or I mean, I, I had no idea what, what it was going to look like or what they were going to do yeah. or what the process entailed. But when they plopped them on the wall, I was just like, "Holy moly! Yeah, there's two little embryos, and yeah. they're kind of moving around."
1: And this, and you, we're we're gonna integrate some audio into this episode, but yeah, we'll see. Oh, you're not gonna do that? Yeah, we'll see. Okay depends on how hard Dylan wants to work today.
0: Not very hard, I don't think.
1: Okay. It's our day off. Yeah. <clears throat> but those two little embryos were swimming together. Yeah. That was really, really cool. They stuck together. And...
0: Uh, and swim's a, a bit of a stretch, I think. They were moving together.
1: Well, but you, that's kind of what it looked like.
0: They were bobbing together.
1: Yeah, in like. their little Petri dish home.
0: But it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And so the, you know the whole process was not super big. They basically... Sucked up the embryos into a needle a couple of times, mm-hmm. shot them into some saline to clean them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, Justine went spread eagle mm-hmm. and then they pulled up an ultrasound.
1: Spent a lot of time in stirrups lately.
0: Yeah. Uh, they pulled up an ultrasound so you could see what was going on in there. They found the, the correct area so we could see Yeah, so ultrasound. Stephanie
1: put did an abdominal ultrasound on mm-hmm. my belly to locate the uter- uterus for Dr. Conway and kind of guide it for her. Yeah. And then Dr. Conway used a speculum and... All whole sorts of fancy tools, and you know, got the catheter where it needed to be.
0: So we could see basically the the catheter enter the uterus on the, the ultrasound. And here's a quick uh, audio recording that came from the video of that. Okay. So the embryos looked pretty good, right? Really good. Yeah, that's
1: one of them hatching. Wow. Look at It's so crazy how small they are. That That is crazy. Pretty wild. I'm just going to do a little cleaning. She's putting them in a new drop of the culture movie. I just give them a little bath. So we're putting them together.
0: That is wild.
1: That is so cool. It is extremely cool. Being a biologist is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, the technology is just. Yeah. Look at that. It's getting better. <laughs> Zipping them around in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's under
0: the microscope, so everything always looks like really super fast because you're looking like under the scope, you know? Yeah. Like, I was guys. I
1: have actually watch her back there. It's very fine. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's
1: meticulous. Material. Yeah,
0: That is incredible.
1: <laughs> What's just crazy is looking at that, and that becomes a human. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah,
0: it's a miracle. Honestly. So the see kind of feed through this way up. Okay. Into the line a little bit more and then we'll drop the embryo. You can't really see the embryos because they're microscopic. So we load them between the air bubbles and the air bubbles will pop out. It's like a
1: little bright flash on the monitor. Oh, okay. It was really cool. And then Emily, when she was done preparing the embryos the way she needed to, she came in with them and it was really cool. She just like came into them and handed them to Dr. Conway. And Dr. Conway did whatever she did. I couldn't really see her. Mm-hmm. And then. She showed us, like, okay, you're going to see a white line come through there, and then you're going to see, like, a flash of bright light. What looks like bright light? It's, like, white. Mm-hmm. and blip. Yeah. And she's like, and those are the embryos. And so she was doing it, and then all of a sudden, what do you know? A big, blip. white, bright light. It was right there.
0: Yeah. And then just like that, it was, it, in a way, I mean, it was awesome, but it was also kind of anticlimactic. Like I said yesterday, I don't know if I was expecting confetti to come out of the ceiling or something.
1: I mean, I could have made that happen if you oh. told me that was your desires.
0: But basically they just, they plopped them in there. They pulled the catheter out and uh, we had to lay there for probably 15 minutes to to mm-hmm. give them a few minutes to kind of settle and, and, and not fall out. Yeah. If that's how that works.
1: And then and they printed the ultrasound picture for us, which was cool.
0: That was also cool as well as some pictures of the embryos. And, uh,
1: and then Dr. Conway said, well, you're officially pregnant 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 until until proven proven otherwise.
0: That was kind of cool. And then, you know, as, as they left out of the room, we had a few minutes, like you said, she had to rest laying down for a few minutes and it was kind of that. I think that's when it kind of hit us like, oh man, like those two live little babies, embryos Mm -hmm. are inside you. And now all they got to do is they just gotta, they got to keep doing their thing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it was cool to think about, I'm sure they were healthy and thriving in a Petri dish, but my uterus is the warm, cushy, soft place that they want to be. And that's the best place for them. And we've and so,
0: been, you know, prepping the heck out of your uterus with the shots in the morning and progesterone right. and suppositories, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but they're in there now. And so it, Justine's orders were to be kind of couch ridden for the weekend. And I've been pretty strict about that and that'll continue but
1: strict is loosely interpreted he has been amazing i've not been allowed to lift a finger uh-huh. he brings me every snack i want Breakfast gives me everything i need oh yeah he made me french toast and sausage in bed you guys yeah so um he offered to carry me to bed but i, did. I didn't let him but yeah. and then he went and got his haircut this morning and he brought me a starbucks when he came home well i
0: mean you know this is a pretty important four days Or three days, I guess. And uh, it's not worth it to risk it. That's why I'm like, let's just chill out for three days.
1: And I'm a goer. I'm a doer. So it's really hard for me just to sit still. Um, I'm enjoying it because I've been working so much. And this has been so crazy. I'm really trying to just soak it all in and just let these little embryo dudes bake.
0: Well, and and last night we were sitting there and uh, I don't know. I was just, I mean, really, I was just in awe of like, yeah, it was the reality of like, okay, you know, I, I didn't know if I was going to have kids prior. I figured I might. I, I guess the reality of having kids was never really there, but um, but now it's like they're in there. Our our children
1: mm-hmm. are in there, and yeah,
0: we we are just praying and hoping that they they stay in there, they keep cooking, mm-hmm. and uh, hang on for for the ride here.
1: Yeah, and Doctor Conway said that implantation is going to happen within the first 48 hours if it's going to happen. Yeah. So the next 48 hours are the especially crucial ones. Um, The whole myth about gravity and it falling out is a myth. She said that's not I don't, real I'm, anymore, <laughs> but I'm not risking it, but as, I'm just supposed to take it easy so that, you know, they have every chance to just implant and receive all the blood supply they need. And
0: well we've been, I've, I've tried to keep everything Zen last night, the damn dog. Was acting up, acting a fool, and so I had to get a little bit on him, and I I, I tried to quickly squash any hard feelings in the air, because I'm just like, don't, don't get angry.
1: I have a really soft spot with that puppy dog. But he, hey, stop. Sorry. <laughs> he's a puppy. Stay zen. I'm trying. Okay.
0: No, he's a good dog. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's it's just kind of crazy. Last night, I talked to the little dudes. Just you said, hey, do your best. <laughs> You're doing great. All you got to do is keep doing what you're doing. You're yeah. trying your best. And it sounds kind of silly but from an outside perspective, but like, this is huge for us.
1: Yeah. And when you've been through everything that we do, if there's anybody listening who's, you know, ever struggled with infertility or gone through IVF, I think they understand exactly, you know, the feeling. Most people don't yeah. know that they're pregnant at three weeks. So technically I'm three weeks pregnant yeah. when they... Uh, take my blood on the 27th to confirm the pregnancy. I'll be four weeks. Yeah, And I mean, some people now, because of technology and how good home tests are anymore, they will know it about four weeks. Yeah, But it's kind of a rare thing to know that I'm technically pregnant. Well, I right think there's, a,
0: there's an additional added level of stress too, knowing that. Knowing like, okay, it, there, there's a ton more stress knowing that because, you know, how much we've had to put into it. As well as like, don't touch the microphone.
1: I'm, I got to itch my nose. Okay. Sorry, guys. Good- <laughs> Sorry, I'm like literally laying on the couch. The That's microphone true, yeah. is in my face, recording live. From I'm the wrapped couch. up in a blanket. He brought the podcast stuff to me because yeah. the poor sweet man didn't think I could even sit in an office chair. No,pe
0: not happening. So, <laughs> but it's it's a uh, it's a very interesting time. It's I don't I can't even explain like the the, the feelings I'm going through. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Even, I don't know how to explain kind of the, the, the the thought process I have right now, or the feelings I have as we wait the the next you know one hundred years. For it me, seems like,
1: for me, it's just overwhelming gratitude. Yeah, and I trust my body, and so I I, I feel like thank you. I feel like whatever's supposed to happen is going to happen, and and like you have said in previous episodes, if that means it's unsuccessful in ten days, then that was what was supposed to happen. Yeah. If it means it was one. That's what was supposed to happen. If those two embryos are supposed to come down together and be twins, then that's what's going to happen. And we're going to leave their genders a secret.
0: Do not we already say that?
1: I don't know. But I got to have something to announce. Sure. At some point. I get that. Um... You know, don't take that part away from me. So, because of the genetic testing, we know all the genders I think of in previous, our embryos.
0: previous episodes, we definitely talked about it.
1: Well, we talked about that we have five boys and two girls, but I don't think we talked about what we were going to choose mm, to put in. We definitely oh, did. Oh, yeah. son of a... Yeah. All right. Well, there's no secrets here.
0: Well, and well, that's okay. Maybe if people haven't heard it, we'll, we'll leave it.
1: Yeah. My dad's calling. It'll be okay. That's okay. I'll call him back. Um, Love you, dad.
0: But yeah, so basically what's going to happen now is Justine's bedridden for three days. And then we have... An appointment 10 days from now to confirm pregnancy.
1: Yeah, just a blood draw. So they're going to check my HCG levels uh, on the 27th. And then they'll call me back later that afternoon, which I'm kind of like, hey, listen, I worked in the ER. I know you can get a blood pregnancy test back in about 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, I would like to see if there's maybe a way we can, when you go in, maybe say, hey, would you mind calling us at this time? And then we can record the phone call.
1: Yeah, that's true. Or ask them like, hey, do you know? Because they've called me anywhere from 1 p.m. to 6 it yeah. just depends on how their day goes, I think.
0: Or maybe we can get an app or something where you can. Uh, record
1: yeah, that. I've looked into some things like that. Because
0: I really would like to, if we can, get that phone call recorded.
1: Right, right. So, and I, yeah, I wonder if Doctor Conway calls or if it's still going to be like Stephanie or she Leslie. Does. She might. I, bet it's Dr. Conway. I did you really like her? I did. Yeah. So yesterday was the first time that we really got to meet her in person because of COVID and telehealth, and she's actually based in Salt Lake. So that 20 minutes was the most we've ever spent with her. And I just found her to be very pleasant.
0: She was very pleasant.
1: And like she really was on our side.
0: Yeah, she was. So. Yeah. So basically that's uh, that's kind of where we're at. You know, the, the genetic testing a few steps back took 12 days. Now it's a long 12 days. I think this one's going to be an even longer 10 days because this is it. This is like, this is the final stretch here. Mm-hmm. the The next thing we do is pregnancy test. Yeah. And Nothing in between.
1: Well, just a whole lot of shots, a whole lot of suppositories, well, yeah, a whole yeah, more lot med- of pills. more medications. And we keep up on those. But you know what? All in all, as I'm looking back on it, I'm like, whatever. What's one more needle in my butt every morning? It's worth it already. For
0: 60 days. Yeah, <laughs> we only months. have like
1: 59 yeah. more days, but it's yeah. fine. But really, I I'm wor- it's worth it. As I sit and really think about it, and I'm I've been rubbing my tummy a lot, which feels silly, but
0: Yeah. Well, what what kind of keeps me um hopeful is just the fact that we are in such a good spot as far as you know your body being perfect there's no issues as far as your reproductive health right there's no issues as far as my reproductive health we got lots of good embryos which i think is a good sign Mm -hmm. number one Mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of getting in there and the very like you said the very worst case scenario if they both don't take we still have embryos to use
1: we have five more Five that we know that are good, and the yeah, six that's yeah. an unknown wild card. But yeah.
0: so we have we have chances. We have oper I, I, I'm fairly positive we can get our family yeah. out of what we have, which is the big cost. Yeah. Now, granted, if it fails, we have to pay another thirty five hundred bucks to do another cycle. But I am I'm optimistic because I don't know your body's perfect, and it's it just needed to get them in there, you know. And yeah. all along, it's been a cakewalk, which I think if you're going to have reproductive issues, it's going to be all all the way through, it seems like. That seems to be a common thing.
1: And to hit you at every turn. yeah, Exactly, yeah. And, again, I think it's always important just to put a disclaimer. I know we've already talked about this, but we don't ever want to come off as like, our journey's been so easy and we're so lucky and this is how, you know, and we don't recognize that that's not the case um, for yeah. everybody. Because it is. And it it's no matter... If your journey ends up like ours or if it is just a bumpy road with bad news at every corner, we're with you Yeah, and we stand by you and so that, we see you.
0: And um, I think that it's interesting because I think that people who are going through IVF issues or, or, or infertility issues as well as IVF, they, they understand that. And from the outside looking in, I think that, yeah, it's like we don't want to see Mike. we're... You know, oh, look at us. We, yeah, we, it's been great. I don't, blah, blah, blah. don't want to be like, people, my body's perfect. But people who are going through IVF or deal with infertility issues, they understand because they would be doing the same thing.
1: Oh, absolutely. I,
0: I, that's why I think that we're an exclusive club here because we, we understand all the things that we're going through. And so they want us to be excited because we'd yeah. be excited for them. Yeah. Even if we were having infertility issues or it wasn't going as well as we wanted it, we would be stoked.
1: Oh, for yeah. You know, so
0: I think that they understand that.
1: And even on the flip side, like just because we have to go through IVF, if you're able to achieve a pregnancy naturally and it was easy for you or even if it wasn't and then you achieved it, tell me. I want to be so excited for you. I want to celebrate with you. I want to dance in the kitchen with you when I'm off bed rest. And I want to go shopping for baby clothes like I Mm -hmm. we hold no hardness in our hearts. You know, these are just the cards that we were dealt and we're dealing with them and running with it, making the most of it. And if you don't have to do this, we're excited for you for that too, because we wouldn't want you to have to. Well,
0: and there's, you know, there's no reason to, to, um, be upset. Like if you're, if you got pregnant, you're having a baby, like that's awesome. Regardless of other people, other people's circumstances. So be stoked about it. We want to hear about it.
1: Totally, Um, I want to be your biggest cheerleader. Absolutely. And to that point, like, please message us. Email yeah. us. We have an Instagram now. It's at the uh, let's make a baby podcast. Very simple. And don't follow forget, us let's make a baby me. podcast
0: at gmail.com if you have any questions, that's up and running. Yeah.
1: Like reach so, out. I want to be here for you. And yeah. this should not be a lonely journey. So we're here.
0: Absolutely. Um so that's that's kinda of where we're at. And that's I think where we'll kinda of leave it. So yeah. next week we don't have anything going on, like I said, for ten days. But we do have a kind of a cool interview with a couple of people who have had twins. Yeah. And the first one is my mom. She had twins completely naturally, so we talked to her and asked her some questions about, you know, her pregnancy, uh, her regrets, blah blah blah. Then we talked to your friend, mm-hmm. Jenny, Gina, Gina. Jenny's a different friend, correct? Gina. Jenny's who, the sonographer who had twins via IVF.
1: Yeah, she did. She has three ba- babies via IVF, but we'll let her interview speak for itself. She's incredible. <laughs>
0: And then we're going to talk to uh, Justine's sister Katie, who had twins, um, not nat- naturally, but she did have to have some like medi- some medicine to help her. Uh, yeah, so she struggled conceive.
1: with infertility, um, yeah. but did not have to go as far as as IVF. Yeah.
0: So that's basically it. So we're going to wrap this up. Like I said, make sure to like, rate, and subscribe, and, and uh, we need a lot of five-star reviews. reviews. The more five-star reviews we get, the, uh, the more of this podcast will get out there, and it's been just so fun for us. We hope it's fun for everybody else. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's it, so. Yeah, we'll I'll f- just
1: be here on the couch. Yeah, you'll be Always here Always accepting Starbucks and tacos. That's true. Uh, if you have my phone number, you know where to find me. That's right.
0: That's right.
1: And um, we're just going to watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy, to mm-hmm. Dylan's dismay. <laughs> yeah. I'm in charge of the remote this weekend.
0: That's true. Well, that's it, guys. And we will see you next time on Let's Let's Make make a baby.
1: Baby.